Block of the Week podcast. Today, it is joined by me and Kean, and today, if you could tell by the inter- well, the uh, intro, we are going to be discussing Logic's new feature-length album, which is No Pressure, and we're just going to be discussing how it's going on, and like what we like about it, what we dislike about it, our favourite bits, our least favourite bits, and as well, just to top it off, for this episode and as well for the wrapping up of season two and then the interlude oh well they're going into season three we've got a new set of microphones which hopefully should benefit the podcast a good bit make it a little more a bit more listenable to and we have a dedicated microphone now instead of my 30 euro jbl headphone mics so yeah should be going well yeah i hope so yeah yeah you can actually hear us now on the yeah, yeah. volume level but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you said uh, no pressure there. If nobody knows what no pressure is, it's uh, Logic's latest album. It uh, came out this month, I believe. Yeah, and did well. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! It's last month, I think, because it's. Oh yeah, 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 I get you, I get you. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah no, yeah. and yeah, it's also supposedly to, to be his final his last album. album. Yeah. Yeah, uh, due to him retiring and becoming a dad, which all for him. Uh, yeah, so now he's he's focusing more time on his family, and he's also just signed a seven-figure deal with Twitch to mm-hmm. play video games. So, I mean, good happy for him. End. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would be him. happy. Seven-figure well. deal and a child doesn't seem that bad. It does. Yeah, tell you one thing, it does not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. why don't let's you start it off, there, Ken? Yeah, let's jump in. I will indeed, Ken. I will indeed. Uh, so, I think the best thing to start off with is our thoughts on the album. But, well, like, in a whole, maybe not describing it too much so we can jump into that later. But, just, holy, first time around, what did you think of the album? First, uh, first thing was, yeah, it was, in my opinion, a throwback of real, like, it was like, it slapped me back to like under pressure and the incredible true story logic like it was it was madness it was it was really good it was really well produced and as well he brought back no id which is is an infamous producer and the one to have produced uh all of under pressure or most of under pressure which was as well an incredible album and it was, yeah, it sounded a lot like Under Pressure. It was a real kind of old type logic. No, it was real punchlines. Like, yeah, it was punchliney. It was very snappy. It was very quick. It was good. Nice flows. Nice production. So yeah, it was. It was a real throwback for me, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. I I enjoyed it as well. But there's that element for me as well. I hadn't listened to Logic before when I started this yeah. and I still really enjoyed it it's just like like it's it's like a lot of times like Minecraft yeah remember it came back yeah, everybody was nostalgic about it which made it a lot better but there were some people who never even played it and they only got it and they enjoyed it just as much so I see it as that kind of thing where yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it but I never experienced it before so I was happy to I originally was a bit uh, iffy with Logic I hadn't listened to him before, but I was a bit iffy because I was like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I've heard some bad things. But I, I happily took the step to listen to No Pressure and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. 
there there has been a lot of bad things recently and about logic and not just bad things uh logic has put out a few kind of bad enough albums like there's been some good like don't get me wrong on his newest one well like before no pressure confessions of a dangerous mind there was like the title track off that was really good i i really enjoyed that it was nice kind of flow very mellowed out song and I, i really enjoyed it and yeah it's just most of that album though wasn't the logic we expected he just kind of sounded like a bland uh rapper trying to make it big and that was really it there was no real soul and character put into it it was just kind of like oh yeah this just kind of sounds like logic put all the top rappers into a little mixing bowl mix them all up and then that's what you got mm-hmm. yeah. definitely and uh well yeah i lead into that i want to ask what are some of your favorite tracks uh favorite tracks definitely um I'd say my my favorite one would have to be Soul Food 2 cuz oh man Soul Food 2 is a perfect way to do a sequel. It's got like it's bringing back the same kind of production. It's bringing back the same beat, like same beat, same production, very similar lyrics as well, telling some backstory as well and that is the way to do a sequel. And Honestly, in my opinion, I prefer Soul Food 2 to Soul Food 1. I prefer its snappier kind of bars, it's quicker, it's a lot fresher, and it's new, and that's what I like about it. Like, it's I'm not saying that Soul Food 1 is bad. Far from it, Soul Food 1 is still an amazing song, and one of the best off the Under Pressure records. Uh, but, in my opinion, Soul Food 2 just does a lot more for Logic than Soul Food 1. But other than um, yeah, other than soul food, uh, soul food too, I would also have to go with, ooh, um, open mic Aquarius was really interesting. Definitely. I I, yeah, that was one thing that I really found interesting. I really enjoyed that. It was very cool to see, and it was very unique concept that hasn't really been done before. That I I I think of. There's nothing really that's been done like that and as well just no pressure the intro is also really good mm-hmm. i mentioned this to someone recently actually that like I, i've heard about a few like uh stinkers is what i heard a few people say with the last few logic albums you know they've been a bit mm-hmm. like dull or not as uh, good or something like that you know but um yeah i think he went down the highest now as we said, it was it, this is a supposedly his last album, so um, he went down the highest note. I've said this to someone before, like he truly did with all the like unique things he tried, uh, all the samples he used and stuff. It was just it's just a great album, basically, and it's the perfect way to go out. Oh yeah, definitely. In my opinion, like um, it's definitely there is definitely better rap albums, but if you want uh, a good like not very story heavy rap album then yeah you should go to that one it's it's really it's really high quality and like it definitely it it doesn't hold a candle to some some kendrick albums but it definitely it can it it holds its ground against loads of new kind of rap albums and Mm -hmm. artists out nowadays like easily 
Like it's Definitely. it's very it's very classic kind of punchy flows, the snappy bars, all of that. I'm I'm a huge fan of that, and especially the kind of way he uses some some boom bap kind of boom bap rap beats in it. No ID is as I said a, an amazing producer. And the way he uses kind of some boom bap flows here and there, just kind of real punch bass heavy New York kind of beats is really, it really tickles my fancy. I really like them. Those are easily my favorite rap beats. And uh, I wanted to do, I wanted to drop off a bit here and do a bit of a deep dive into some of the tracks. Not not too deep, not the origins of the track when it was made. I, I'm just thinking like, like how he, how he makes the tracks. Like his whole production style, like uh, I, I'm gonna go on a bit of a rant here, but like, like there's so many songs I noticed at uh, GP4, uh, Anthony yeah, Pantano's yeah. thing brought it to my attention. It was like, a, I'm pretty sure it was co-produced by Andre 3000, and it's like following that outcast style that Andre 2000 used to do with, uh, you know what I mean? And yeah, then yeah. there's also uh, some of that appeared in A to Z as well. Uh, he did yeah, yeah. A to Z was imitation. very interesting. Mm-hmm. He did an almost an imitation of like Eminem back in his early days. Uh, there was also yeah. some some hints of Kanye in most of the songs, which he listed as one of his influences. You'd see it in songs like uh, Amen, heard him say, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, it's just yeah. great to see all his influences getting used like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting. And it's it's very, you can tell it, there's a big difference that's an influence rather than after off of some of his last records he was trying to just kind of like copy in my opinion what others got successful off of like that was a very it was very good influence rather than being uh very good influence rather than being uh copying which was a very good fresh take for logic because most of the time in the past he has just kind of tried to imitate and do what others are doing along with putting his own kind of quote personal message on it which i i personally didn't really enjoy i mean his one of his newest ones everybody i i enjoyed the concept of that that was a really it had a really cool story behind it it's just that logic doesn't really do stories the best like logic is much more suited for that kind of punchy like those punchy flows and the bars it's much better suited for him rather than uh, telling a story about how uh, this one lad has to live through every life on earth and then he gets uh, the same power as God, which it's it's a very interesting concept. It's just, in my opinion, it's not the best faced for a rap album. It, it would work, in my opinion, a lot better as just a story. And while there was good songs off of everybody, it's just, yeah, the story kind of, it was interesting, but it just kind of backlogged the whole kind of. It was. It took away the focus when logic. What he does is he, once he gets a beat, he kind of murder it, and it took it took away a bit when he was trying to link that in with the story. That's that's the only real complaint I have about everybody. But that's not a complaint here on no pressure because what he does is he murders bun. He murders bars and he puts in punchlines very well. And it's it's very cool, and as well, one of my favorite tracks on it, Dad Bod, he one of his most infamous lines, which was had an amazing line, which was when he was talking about, um, how he doesn't like 
he was saying that, oh, yeah, yous want more everyday life material. And he was saying about, oh, he just goes to the shop. He, he like, brings his son. He gets, like, a couple of fans. He sees them there. And he was just saying, like, yeah, am I supposed to tell my life story every album for you cunts? Which was kind of, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually that's a good interesting. Line, yeah. yeah, it was. It was really interesting for me. And it was, like, it was... It was cool uh, seeing the. It was his perspective rather than anyone else. Like, oh yeah, it's it's annoying not hearing about like oh how like you know drugs, money, we blah blah blah. It's 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 refreshing though. It's different, and I like that. It was mm-hmm. good. Like the way that he was concluding on that rap, uh, record, really speaking from the soul and not just taking stuff from his everyday life that was good that was good i like dad bod dad bod's one of my favorite tracks for that reason yeah it's just like it's truth basically yeah he's not not throwing like loads of shit on top of it you know lots of fake shit he's just giving his everyday life yeah and he's given his reasons of why he's not rapping about his everyday life because, yeah, I, I don't think many people would want to hear a rap album about him so interestingly feeding his son. Like, that's yeah, just... I, know. I mean, sure, I, I don't want to listen to an hour of that. And um, mm. one thing, uh, before, I, I know we're, we're giving so much acclaim to the album right now, and I think in a minute I want to go into some of the bad parts, you know what I mean? So mm. we're not just claiming it but uh, one <laughs> yeah. thing I want to touch on before we do that is the uh, factoids throughout the album yeah, yeah. Uh, you just get it from this uh, Falia is it? yeah Falia uh, yeah it's this, it's this uh, like machine girl I think uh, called yeah. Falia and she, she gives all these factoids about the album like uh, what they watched during it, how long it took yeah just some fun facts basically some people can't like them, some people don't. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, one, of the, one of the ones that really kind of shook me, because uh, it was kind of normal enough, it was saying, like, how long it took to produce, and then just Logic and his crew played chess mercilessly throughout the creation of this album. And if, if that was true, that's interesting. But I also feel like that could be a, a little small throwback to the... Uh, under pressure album cover where you can see logic playing chess against someone in the album cover uh which was i that that kind of caught me back i i enjoyed that but yeah and as well one thing that i wanted to say was uh um it's as well kind of like a small little factoid but not mentioned by falia on a to z um you know the way uh Logic Sun is featured in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Logic Sun is actually a is credited as a role in that song, and I think really? uh, yeah yeah no it's yeah it's he's credited as a role, and um, apparently he will be getting twenty five percent of whatever that uh, like however much that song makes, and it will be like put in a bank account to him and. Yeah, um, I I just yeah no I found that interesting. That was cool. Mhm. I didn't like. Was that mentioned as a factoid? Eh uh, no no. I remember reading up about okay. that. No, that's because like, 
uh, no, not exactly that fact, but there's so many facts you wouldn't know, like uh, how much they played chess, uh, what animes they watched, how long it took. Like it only took like a week, apparently. Like, yeah. And then they perfected it. Like it's mad how much you don't know. Yeah, but, um, I think it was. Yeah, it was put out to be like mm-hmm. four studio sessions. Yeah. I think, in That's total, funny. which is mad. Yeah, I know. Madness. Yeah. But, it, um, it, it really is. But yeah, obviously, we're given so much praise and given so much goodness, which is f- fair enough because he's he's been missing at the last few albums. Oh, and yeah. this is a, an actual good album, you know, a great album. So it's with yeah. the acclaim, but also there was some bad parts. So I want to know, Ken, what did you think were some of the worst parts of this album? Um, in my opinion, uh, same thing with Anthony Fantano. Um, I it kind of took me here, like him saying it, to kind of open up. But A to Z, it's a cool concept, but it's just multiple people have done it before and kind of better. Like for example, uh, Black Alicious, they did. I think it's called like Alphabet Raps, but um, anyway, yeah. It's they rap using the the specific letter for however long, and like using only words that begin with that. But it still makes sense and it's still lyrical. And in my opinion, that's just a lot more impressive than what Logic did. Yeah, if you see Logic's, you can see he cuts a few corners with it. Like it comes up with some words or just it throws some in there at some point just to get the letter in. Which can be a yeah. bit forced, but then again, that goes into the imitation thing, where he's trying to imitate other artists, which works a lot sometimes. But mm. when you're trying it to that scale, I don't, I think you're bound to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what, yeah. What about one you? One guy I have with the, yeah, yeah. What to call it? One guy I have with the album is, uh, if you were listening to that for the first time and you, you didn't look at any of the titles, you didn't see when the next song came on. I think it would all, like, mix together. Just the whole tone of the album and the sound could... It's very similar sometimes in a lot yeah, of Yeah, yeah. That's actually a very good point. For example, uh, one thing that I didn't know, I thought it was a different part, but on Soul, Soul Food 2, when um, the people are giving out to the woman for being a thought, that's, um, that's a big thing. I thought that was actually a different part of a song, and it took me... A few listens of Soul Food, like it took me a listen of Soul Food Two by itself to mm. hear. I thought that was a uh, part of Open Mike Aquarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, to. I just thought it was not part of. Mm. No, that's called? also that could be very good because like that goes for Igor as well. We were talking about before. They that mixes very well together and it leads into each song, but each song has its kind of own identity. Which is the same with uh, Logic, but, you know, it's just... I don't know if there's enough in each song to differentiate. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Sometimes it is hard to, like, notion to think, oh, yeah, this is different, this is different. And, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. A lot of it does sound the same, and in my opinion, uh, considering most of it's kind of, like, bass-heavy beats, I don't really mind that, but for someone else, oh, yeah, definitely... I could see them getting sick of it after a couple of listens, and that's not really that good. Yeah, like, exactly. that shouldn't be... Yeah, that shouldn't really be happening. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I enjoyed the album pretty much. I didn't... 
Like, have much more than that, really. You know, you'd be really cherry-picking if you went in there uh, again looking for more. Or maybe you're just even a critic. You know, Anthony Fantano had a lot of a lot of gripes with it. But, of course, he's he's a big music critic, so... Yeah, yeah but personally, I didn't have much more than that to give out about. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no. Music. Yeah, I, I don't really either. I don't think... Anything off the top of my head really strikes me. Oh, well, um, the one thing I kind of have is uh, the listening again. The only part, like the only thing that I have is Obediently Yours. The last track is uh, a very good take and it's very it's very topical now of uh, like with the BLM movements and all of the kind of uh, protests. Uh, monologue is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, unobediently yours, yeah. The only thing I'd say is that if you're listening to the album over and over again, like what I was, it's that uh, the Orson Welles thing gets uh, quite repetitive, in my opinion, if you're listening to it over and over again. Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't fit with the album. It does. It just fits with it for that first time listen, in my opinion. It's mm-hmm. just, it's it's a good first track like it's a good first listening track and it does have a very strong message and it's if you haven't listened to the album listen to uh listen to that track and don't skip it because it's it's really good and it has a lot of like it's very topical and it's it's got a very good message behind it yeah it's got Mm -hmm. a very good message behind it which is like if you've based your community off of uh yeah if you based your um thing like you based your work on a certain community you should be given back to that community which is a hundred percent agreed like for example he's um he's based on like kind of black culture and black community and he he gets himself involved with it for example in the uh one one example i have off the top of my head is him in the what's it called in i think it was yeah uh black spider-man music video got a a couple of people i don't know if they're actors or not but uh particularly black actors and just kind of draw like with the for the music video they were using them heavily as big influences and it was good to see like rather than just picking random actors oh yeah you pay like you pay for cheap blah 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 so yeah it was good Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> one thing was uh, the actual uh, you said about the Orson Welles speech there. Yeah. Usually, I wouldn't like. I don't know if this goes for the same people as well. I'd listen to the album start to finish in order, obviously. Yeah. And I wouldn't like after that. I'd give it a like a maybe a cool down before I listen to it again. You know what I mean? If it's a really good album, I'll go at it again. But like. Something like yeah. that, I'd let it cool down a bit, maybe go listen to something else, like uh, Life of Pablo or something, is what I usually do, like I'd go, no pressure, Life of Pablo or something else, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just that that makes be able to cool down and like process what you just listened to. And then as well, yeah. comparing it to others, uh, if you're trying to get an opinion on it, like, oh yeah, it's... It's a good record, but it could be better if it included blah, blah, blah. You might not have that idea on your mind at the moment. But if you go listen to something else and that does something uh, that you noticed that No Pressure didn't, you could see that and it would be 
you'd say, oh, okay, grand, that missed that. It should have included that, in my opinion. If it was included here, it would have made it better. And I'm going to be honest, I should have probably listened to something else uh, right um, after because I kind of just didn't listen to it for, I'd say, six hours. And I listened to it again and it was still mm-hmm. as good as I remember. But yeah, no, uh, I should have gave it a bit of a cool off. But yeah, no, your your cool off is a really good idea, especially for listening. So I'm going to have to do that in the future. Yeah, and actually to go back to the awesome well thing there. One thing I just thought of, a uh, clever use of that, like giving back to community and all that whole message, was mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. That whole album had that kind oh. of message behind it, especially in one of the last tracks, I. He yeah, has this I... whole like, poem dedicated to it that goes into Mortal Man, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I saw you uh, listening to that uh, yeah, <laughs> earlier on on Spotify. It's it's yeah. Class album. Yeah, class album. If you haven't yeah, listened we'll have to, to that, listen to that, that one. Well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, no, yeah, you should definitely give back to the community. But I'm, yeah, my, yeah, my just kind of take on it is, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very good album. And yeah, Keen, what are what are your favorite songs off of it? Because I've I've said mine. I want to hear yours. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot. Uh, no special intro. I know it's just the intro, but it is a very good song. It includes a lot of, lot of content in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, soul food too. Amen. Uh, Jesus, there's a. Uh... God, there's, there's so many good tracks. Hit my lion, GP four. Uh, I enjoy mostly. Um, I'd say my favorite would probably be No Pressure, and Amen. Maybe. Yeah, the first and last songs. Very mm. interesting. What about um? What's it called? What about oh, I had it. It was on tip of my tongue. Um. Oh yeah, heard him say. What What do you think of that with the uh, with the hook being sung? I personally, it's a very good change up. Mm-hmm. And initially, I actually thought it was a Christmas song. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, just gonna. That's have... that's actually one of the songs I thought sounded like a Kanye song. I think that's why oh, yeah. the inspiration for that kind of came. So. But yeah, uh, no, yeah, I enjoyed I it in that too. sense. It, yeah, it was no. a unique take on something. Yeah, no. It was, yeah, unique but old-fashioned is what I would describe this uh, album as. Yeah, classic. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. And as well, the, the Orson Welles quotes are like um, the comedian in Igor. You know, the kind of little, like, Orson Welles along with Falia kind of act as that substitute interlude that the uh, comedian, I forget his name, in Igor. Jared Carmichael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of as like a little substitute. Uh, it does, gets it done, and it's uh, it's a good change-up. And I, I like that kind of style of giving those little kind of like messages in between songs. Okay, Ken. If you were in the studio with uh, Logic, what would you ask him, Chen? I'd ask him, does he want to get home and run some trios with me and Soldier Boy? Oh, he might actually do that now. Now that he's got the yeah, trigger. Yeah. No, but for my serious answer, what I would say is, I would like to hear him just saying like a little thank you uh, to his fans and as well just what he feels and how, like, how he feels about the album, uh, what his thoughts are. And I feel like that would really just conclude it along with the uh, Obediently Yours those two, I feel, put together would be a very cool 
kind of intro, no, outro, and would really, it would really make the album more heartfelt, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd have to agree to it. That would be, because he obviously said a fuck you to the haters, and they're like non-believers and shit, you know what I mean? But he didn't actually say thank you to the fans. I mean, yeah. maybe nuancedly he did, but like he did. Yeah, that probably straight. Thank you. Yeah. So that could have been been better, but like I suppose some people still count some parts of the album as thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'd say part of a what's it called? I'd say part of Amen could be a thank you. It could. Yeah. I mean, considering how like thankful. He is in that uh, album, and how he's talking about his depression and anxiety about going on stage, and maybe there is like... also he's got his whole streaming career. You know, he's not retiring from oh, yeah. the the fun scene. You know what I mean? He's not retiring. Yeah, from... the public eye. Yeah, he's not retiring from the public eye. So I guess he wouldn't exactly say thank you yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could yeah. be a way to justify it. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see. One thing I would have loved to see him was uh, see him actually get some of his influences on his features, like Kanye and yeah. Tyler and stuff. That would have been yeah. interesting. No, that's it just a, more of a hope than a, yeah. a like that's more of a dream than an actual necessity. But, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Been. It was, I have to agree with you there that I didn't really think of that, but I once a year after saying that I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Easily a very I would like to see that Kanye getting on there would be very interesting. I would really like to see that. And I feel like that would add something to the album. I don't know what, but it would. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do you do you have anything else you want to talk about? I I I think we talked about it quite a lot. If yeah, I I I just kind of want to say if you haven't listened to No Pressure, oh, you're definitely. doing yeah you're doing you're doing yourself and you're doing yourself a, a disservice. Yeah, yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> you should go listen to it because, in my opinion, it's one of the best albums to come out this year. And well, I mean, if you're not counting like Joey Badass's uh, like EP, but he doesn't like the word EP. That was also good. You should go listen to that. I'm a big fan of Joey Badass. Anyway, uh, I'm getting off topic. Is he anyway, yes. Yeah. He is. He's also that New York boom bap type rap, so that's why I like him. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, if you haven't listened to No Pressure, definitely go listen to it. Give it a listen. Uh, you can, like, send us a DM on Instagram if you want, saying what you thought of it. If mm-hmm. you haven't listened to it, or definitely. if you have, or on the comments of this uh, episode's post, which is at official block of the week. Mm-hmm. Okay, grand. Got that right. Surprising. And, uh, Not the best. Yeah, thanks for joining us for two seasons. Now. That's the end of season two. Yeah, and now there should be a big upgrade in audio quality and hopefully a big upgrade in episode quality. When we get mm-hmm. into season three, we'll be coming back flying. And the next hopefully... episode, we won't even be speaking. Yeah, that's how, that's good, how good the audio quality will be. Yeah. Well, you'll just be transferred. It'll be so crisp. It'll just be air. Yeah. Oh, now I'm hungry for crisps. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. been an incredible season two, and it's just been an incredible uh, whole Jim. kind of experience thing. Yeah, it's been. I think we're we've broke triple digits 
for consistent listeners and mm-hmm. that baffling it's amazing to me and uh after hearing that i was kind of like like awestruck i was like geez like that's really how many people like uh, are actually tuning in i thought we would have been like single or double digits but now it's up triple digits and as well if you haven't if you haven't got it followed, check out uh, Keen's new side project at oh, Toto My Yeah, at to- yeah at Toto My Soul. He does. G- Sorry, that's my dog moaning. Yeah, uh- <laughs> yo. <Stop. laughs> he does uh, album covers, but recreates them in GTA. Similar. Yo. Mine's not what the feature to happen. Yeah. Similar to the style of At Crossing Four. <laughs> yeah, similar to the style of At Crossing Four. So you should go follow At Totem My Soul and yeah, support him there as well. And yeah, I hope everyone has a good rest of their August because we don't we don't know when we'll be back. And yeah, I've been your co-host Ken. Season two wraps this has up. Been the block yeah. the week budget. This has. We need an Orson Welles. <laughs> we need an Orson Welles quote to end this now. Yeah. Um, 